guys, welcome back to Navigate Devotional. Here at Navigate, our hope and prayer is to help you engage with the Bible. It's through the Bible that God speaks. And today, as we have a conversation over this passage, we hope you're able to be refreshed, challenged and comforted by what God says. Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigate. We are continuing in our mini-series on the road to something better. And uh, today we're going to be looking at Luke chapter 24, verse 1 to 12. This is what God's Word says. Verse 1. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes like glee, uh, that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, he has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hand of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the others with them who told them this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women because the words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away wondering to himself what had happened. So I'm joined with Ryan and hey, hey Ryan, welcome back. Um, although it's only been two episodes uh, for those following along, in the last few weeks, Ryan, something significant's happened to you. Yeah, we had our, our baby girl, which is pretty cool. Yeah, congratulations. Um, yeah, Hadassah, she's doing well. Hadassah? Yeah. Is that what you call her at home? Uh, Sometimes when she's in yeah. trouble, <laughs> uh, I like yeah. So I I always I have this thing with nicknames. I'm not a big fan of nicknames, Here so I go. always go for yeah Hadassah. But we do call her Hattie. Um, <laughs> let's mix it up. Yeah, awesome. Well, yeah. that is such good news. I know a few of us were listening in, wondering about that. So congratulations on that. It's so good to hear about the addition to your family. Yeah, thanks for asking. That's all That's good. good. Uh, now we've been in the last two episodes. Reflecting on Jesus, the kind of the road to the cross, mm. um, Palm Sunday, and then, yeah, yeah Jesus' journey uh, into Jerusalem and to the cross. And we are continuing uh, today. I know that this will be released on uh, Wednesday, so before Good Friday. Yeah. So we're sort of jumping ahead of the, the story, but hopefully it's still good to get our heads mm. into the headspace of what happens with Jesus, his death and resurrection. So, yeah, let's dig into this passage, yeah, um, set the it. context for us, and then, yeah, we can hook in. Yeah, so the context, you know, the immediate context is these women who we meet coming to the tomb, um, they've just watched Jesus' body laid in that tomb, and now they're coming back and it's missing. Um, it, it isn't there. And so, yeah, we kind of brought into this this impact of, of what, goes on for them mm. uh in their their minds and their hearts and um yeah also what it's like for the other disciples as well um it's really 
it's a short passage it's really yeah. interesting so well i love that what you just brought out there too so what you know because we often can miss what they're feeling so mm-hmm. you feel the weight of jesus death you know sadness um shock yeah heartbreak and then they go to the tomb and then they see that the body's not there mm. fear yeah. you know wonder as we see confusion as well mm. And so there's lots of these feelings going on for them. Uh, And this is what Luke records for us and invites us into uh, the weight of what they're feeling and what happens next. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So they're feeling all of this sort of stuff. Mm. And then all of a sudden, two dudes rock up. Yeah, it's um, as if it wasn't confusing already. Um, (laughs) Yeah, to, oh, the description, you know, reminds us of, you know, God's messengers, his angels coming and, and kind of, uh, guiding his people uh, to make sense of what God is doing. And we see that here. And they do that um, if their appearance uh, isn't um, surprising enough. The question is, uh, yeah. yeah, the question is, uh, why do you seek the living among the dead? Uh, it's, well, yeah. like... Um, well, and it's kind of like, what do you mean? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Um, I saw, I, I came t- here to... To see a dead body because that's what I expected to see. Mm. Um, I saw that yesterday, and why would I expect anything different? Um, yeah, yeah. It's like when someone dies, you expect that they're still in the ground the next day. Um, yeah, so much going on there. Yeah, um, our hearts are. Yeah, we just come to assume this is what death means. Mm. Um, but God, as we'll see, teaches our hearts something different. Transforms it. Why do you look at the living, not the dead, among the dead? And then verse six is mm. is this amazing kind of reminder as well. So he says the angels say there, he is not here. He has risen. Mm. Remember, remember yeah. how he told you, um, the Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Mm. It's kind of like yeah, you you experienced death, and there was a weightiness to that moment. But remember, he said this would happen. Yeah, that's right. And so it's, yeah, God's very compassionate in the sense that he, although we are capable of understanding what's going on, he does help us understand. And we see that here with him explaining through his messengers, yeah, what he's doing, reminding them of what Jesus said. Um, and yeah, this, the whole recalling his words, recalling his teaching, it is just that moment of just slow down and mm. just hit pause for a moment um, in all of the, I'm sure, like we've been talking about, just the the mess and of emotion and, yeah, there's this moment to just be um, stopped yeah. <laughs> in our tracks for a moment. Yeah, and, like, I just think about what they're remembering here too. So they were told that Jesus would die and then rise again. Yeah. But to experience death and to experience resurrection, it's like, mm. I don't know, I just feel like that sort of sense that, yeah, you can know it in your head, but then having yeah. watched Jesus on the cross yeah, and having absolutely. gone to the tomb expecting the body and it not being there, mm. of course there's a sense that they have forgotten that. Mm. Um, and I wonder too, there's moments of heightened emotion that we actually do need to remember the words of Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like our hearts are so used to seeing death as like, you know, oh, they've left. They're like, you know, they say that when someone dies, it's that feeling of abandonment, like we're alone now, they've mm. left us. And whether, you know, Death isn't always someone's fault. Um, it's just is what it is in a broken world. And yeah, we feel that personally because there's a personal attachment to that. But yeah, God's saying, actually, it's not true with me. Like, I don't, I'm not going to leave you. Mm. And Jesus was telling them now, like, yes, I'm going to die, but I'm going to rise again. And it's say that, like, I would never leave you again. It's just, yeah, trying to help them understand what's going to happen in advance. But mm. yeah, like we all know, it's 
in the the midst of yeah grief pain surprise shock it, yeah it's hard to remember yeah and on the back of the last episode too we were reflecting on how Jesus was coming to bring peace mm. and so there's this sense here that they would would have been feeling anything but peace as yeah. they come to this um, tomb but the angel's words and then remembering the words of Jesus it does bring them some sort of peace there's a sense they remembered his words mm. um, and you can almost hear them breathe <laughs> you <Yeah>. know again <laughs> Yeah. Um, now it's it's fascinating. So then they go on and they go and tell the eleven. And so just before we do that, so we see in verse ten who it is. These women, the women were significant. That it was the first people to see Jesus. Yeah. Um, so in the right. ancient world, uh, a woman's testimony wouldn't have even been counted in a court room so it's significant that for us as we read the gospels it, it is this eyewitness account mm. it's to show us what really happened yeah you know if this was a made-up story it would have been men because yeah. they would have wanted the testimony to be seen as true in a courtroom but we're getting what actually happened uh we're, sh- we're, s- we're shown what really uh unfolded there and it was women um who did that? And I, I don't know. It's just that's significant. That's cool. Yeah, and we like. I think it just goes on to show what we'll see next is yeah. If it is an eyewitness account, because it just continues to to point to yeah, just very unusual um, details that are given here yeah. that actually don't shine very well. Yeah, uh, it's not like good light on <laughs> on, the on yeah the, the resurrection of Jesus. Like we get yeah surprising first witnesses. They come back and they tell the disciples, but the disciples are skeptical. Like yeah. Jesus' own mates, those who heard him remind them about this, like they're the first ones to be skeptical about the resurrection. Um, yeah, and we were told that you know the sense of behind, like behind what the the women are saying is they had to keep on insisting mm. that their story was true. It's they were dismissed and dismissed, but they, yeah, they kept on going. No, this is this is what we yeah, saw. Yeah. This is what we saw. Yeah, and I, I love that too. So verse 11, the words seem like nonsense. Yeah. And, you know, we can forget that, right? Like mm. when it comes to the resurrection of Jesus, like someone rising from the dead, you know, it is it is nonsense because mm. people don't do that. You know, we, we know we've experienced that with death. That is the end. So for them to go, we went to the tomb, it wasn't there, angels rocked up, told us to remember his words. It does feel like nonsense. Yeah, absolutely. But then Peter kind of... Our boy Peter, yeah, you know he, he's the the people's man. Follows it up, and so even though it sounds like nonsense, he mm. goes and he checks for himself for himself. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, we see something different going on for Peter. Um, the wonder that he has is is a positive thing. It's more of a yeah. He's marveling and wondering, what if he hasn't left us? Like, what if he isn't yeah. dead? Um, what if he hasn't orphaned us? Like, what if he hasn't abandoned us? And we, we start to, to see Peter's mind start to tick, however slowly, um, that Jesus' death may not mean that he's abandoned us. Maybe this resurrection um, is showing us something more, leading us to something better, um, that our hearts don't always have to feel like this sense that we're alone. Um, but actually we've been particularly uh, brought back into a relationship with God. Like Jesus said, he would die to to ransom many, to bring us back to a mm. uh, relationship with God. And if the, the tomb is empty, well, maybe he's just actually done that. Yeah. And and in the last episode too, we saw a lot about Jesus being mocked for the King of the Jews. I wonder if there's sense, like maybe this is the King of the Jews. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. Yeah.
As we wrap up this passage, I think there is two big things here uh, to be challenged by. The first is this recognition that if Jesus did rise from the dead, then he is who he says who he said he was. Jesus is the King of the Jews. He is the one who came into the world to yeah, rescue and redeem his people, but also to lead them. And if he is the King, then he's worth listening to and trusting. But the second thing I think that is so uh, encouraging from this passage is just to recognize that the resurrection of Jesus, that for someone to die and then rise from the dead, it does in some ways sound like nonsense. But what Peter shows us is there is a way to explore this. That's so helpful. And I, w- I want to encourage that. We want to encourage that to you, that if you've been listening to this and you're not completely sure who Jesus is, you're, maybe you're not convinced or not sure if he did ra- uh, rise from the dead, to do what Peter did, to explore it, to see whether or not it is true. Because we are convinced that as we actually begin to explore the resurrection of Jesus, we can see that this is one of, or this is the most logical account of what actually happened with the empty tomb and what happened with Jesus. Thanks for listening today. We hope you're able to hear God speak through his word and that this Easter series is one for encouragement for you. We've got one more episode uh, in this series tomorrow. So join us then. Thanks heaps.